You're listening to the Essential Stepmom Podcast. Unconventional advice and inspiration on the womanly art of raising someone else's kids. I'm Tracy Poisner, mom of one, stepmom of three. I woke up one day after more than 10 years of step parenting challenges like alienation, loyalty, high conflict, and long distances, and found myself standing in what appeared to be the actual light at the end of the tunnel. This podcast is my way of shining that light back over my shoulder so you and all the others can find your way here too. If you want more of what you hear on this podcast, connect with me at EssentialStepMom.com where you'll find my blog, podcast show notes, and other stepmom-related resources. What we're talking about today is loyalty, the loyalty bind. And you know, Uh, Loyalty is an interesting thing because it's a value that most of us would say is a really positive one that we would want to encourage in our children, in our stepchildren. It's a um, it's a it's a positive attribute of being a human being. And in the context of being a stepchild or a stepmom or a biological dad, um, it can be a. a really disruptive influence in a way in your family and uh, it's not so obvious how to deal with that so we're going to talk about that a little bit today and I'll, I'll give you my perspective for what it's worth. Um, there was a post recently in our group that that got me thinking about this and the person posting described a situation where um, the stepson was being affectionate and wanted to give her a kiss goodbye or whatever it was, hug. And the the younger sister, the sibling of this little boy, saw this happening and said, don't treat her like a mom. She's not your mom. And it was a little bit hard to know, obviously, what to do because the problem was not with the child who was offering affection. It was his sister observing this who was having, who was having trouble with it. So the stepmom naturally said, of course, I'm not your mother, but we can still love each other. That's okay. And I I think that was a beautiful response. But I wanted to address this. Uh, Hi, I wanted to address this more directly because it's a topic that's, I think a lot of people get confused in their minds. Um, The loyalty bind, as it's known, or a loyalty conflict can be the most insidious barrier to having a a good relationship with your stepchild. And it's not necessarily caused directly by the words or the actions of the mom on the other side. Not at all. Um, It happens on the inside, deep on the inside. This is a self-generated bind on the part of the child. And it's a reaction that they're having to their own feelings about you, their own good feelings about you. So I hope that's starting to make sense, what I'm saying. Okay, they feel in a way like they're betraying their mother inside of themselves. And the problem with this is that as human beings, we are not wired to love two mothers at the same time. That is a fact of nature, okay? We're made by nature, half mother and half father. And uh, that's 
that expresses itself in our personality very directly. Um, that we feel ourselves to be half mom and half dad. And it takes quite a long time. It's certainly after age seven or eight and up into the teen years when you start even to be able, being able to differentiate yourself as a person who is not actually part of your mother and father. For us as adults, it's such a long time since we, um, since we felt ourselves in the grip of that, that it's really hard to remember what that was like for us. This can happen even, by the way, when the bio mom is deceased, okay? There can be a very strong bond of loyalty. And I'll, I'll tell you um, a quick story that came from one of the step parenting books I read and with apologies to the author because I, I can't remember exactly which one it was. Um, but there was a, a stepmom who became a grandmother and this stepmom had been in her stepson's life since he was really little, seven or eight years old. And now it was some 20 or 25 years later and he was a father himself now, the stepchild. And the stepmom would, you know, send gifts at birthdays and Christmas and whatever else. And she always signed her her cards love from granny whatever her name was or nanny francis or lois or whatever she was signing herself granny x you know that that was her name and the son the stepson who is the father of the grandchild became more and more hostile towards this woman and she just couldn't understand what was happening and when it finally came out he said, can't you understand that my mother is their grandmother and that when you sign your name on that card, you are um, insulting her memory to me. And she was just shocked, like she had no idea. And this was like 25 years at least after this man had lost his mother, that he was having this strong reaction to someone else having the nerve to... Uh, declare herself to be a granny to his kids. It felt disloyal to him to allow that. So this is something that can rear its head at any moment of your relationship with your stepchild. It doesn't have to start right at the beginning. You know, there are women who find that it comes, you know, after five years, after 10 years. And um, like I said, it's not, it's, it's generated on the inside and it has to do with how impossible we find it to have a place in our heart for two mothers at the same time. Unless, you know, there are these wonderful situations where grown people tell you, oh yeah, I have, I have two moms and two dads and everybody's okay with that. Like, bless everyone. It, wouldn't it be great if that, if that were the case for everybody, but that's kind of a unicorn situation. It really doesn't represent how most of us live. So it's part of human nature to have an energetic loyalty to our family. And this can play out in many, many different ways. Even people who are adopted, right, who discover um, later in life, when we're talking about this energetic loyalty, it's not even something conscious, right? We've all heard stories about adopted adults who meet their blood relatives later in life and are shocked to discover that they have like similar gestures or expressions or, um, or preferences 
uh, they, the same as siblings or parents or grandparents that they never met. It's a real thing. And I've studied quite a lot about this. There's a field called uh, family constellation therapy. That's quite amazing if you ever want to look into it. But it really describes these energetic ties that we have with our ancestors, whether they're parents actually or grandparents, um, aunts and uncles, whatever it might be. Something else that I learned about our connection with our family comes from the 25 years that I've been studying homeopathic medicine. And, and what I learned from several of the amazing teachers uh, that I've studied with long term uh, around the world is that for some people, uh, they have a strong unconscious desire to repair something about their original family. And this can unconsciously guide us in major life decisions and in our behavior, personality, the choices that we make. For some other kinds of people, um, they feel desperate to break away from their family and they can't for some, for some reason. And that uh, proves a problem with them that shows up in their health, whether physical health or mental and emotional health. Uh, and yet other people are driven to do the opposite of their family. For whatever reason, they just can't be opposite enough. It's the, the cornerstone of their identity to be the opposite of something in their family. And this is how we're made. Sometimes it, it's generated by something that actually happens in our environment. And sometimes we just pop right out of the womb with these kind of constitutional tendencies in our personality. So, there's a big misconception I find among stepmoms that I talk to regarding kids who seem to take the mom's side against the dad or against the, uh, the stepmom. That maybe they're saying bad things about you and dad or maybe they're just being oppositional all the time or disagreeable with you all the time. And when it's being driven by actual words uh, or as, uh, expectations of the bio mom that is not a loyalty problem that's a parental alienation problem that is parental alienation when when the mother is um, directing the children to respond in a certain way to dad or to you that's that's not a loyalty issue okay that might be a survival issue for them to uh, you know they're they're probably afraid of her um, almost certainly and that's a whole different kind of problem. But uh, what the woman who posted the, the question about, you know, the, the little sister who said to her brother, you know, don't hug your stepmom like that. She's not your mom. Don't treat her like your mom. Those people are, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, full-time custodial parents. So it very likely is not coming directly from the mom. Certainly the brother would be... Um, as much influenced by that if that were actually true, right? So the loyalty bind has more to do with the idea of redeeming the mother, of elevating her in their own heart to bring her cl closer, to make her feel closer to them, okay? And the idea is if my mom doesn't love me enough to whatever, enough to for me to live with her all the time, enough to say the things I need to hear her say, enough to show up and visit me when she says she's going to come, whatever it might be. 
all of those things they interpret, of course, as signs that their mom doesn't love them enough. And if mom doesn't love me enough, it can only be because I'm not good enough. It cannot be because she has some kind of problem that prevents her from doing that. That is how we're wired, okay? If mom doesn't love me enough, it's because I'm not good enough. And so, if I can love her better or stronger or in a different right kind of way, that can make her love me more. Does this make sense? So there's another, another piece of this that's important, which is that you may very well be a much better mom to them than their mother. It's, it happens very, very often, right? That the stepmother is actually a better mother in many, many ways, but some part of them doesn't want to receive better mothering from you. What they want is for their own mother to be a better mother, right? They, they want all the mothering that you're doing so well, that feels so good to them. They want that to come from their own bloody mother. So it causes them to um, have a, you know, a reflex to reject you in some way. Okay, does that, I hope that makes sense also. It, um, it makes them hate themselves inside when they reject their mom. Uh, when they enjoy what they're getting from you, they have to boot her out of the nest inside their heart a little bit, and then they hate themselves for that. You may have heard me already tell the story of what happened to my own stepson at one moment, who I think it's safe to say he loves me very much, and I love him too, and still he had one of these moments, and I know exactly what happened. We were all together and I overheard somebody say, blah, 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 your parents, blah, 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 you know, and my husband and I were there with him and he didn't say anything. He didn't say, oh, she's not my mom or that's my stepmom or whatever. He just let it go. And I know exactly what happened. He, because he would tell us all the time that he wished that he could have just, you know, that we were his family and that he didn't have all this drama and weirdness on the other side. And in that second, um, I think he, he beat up on himself really badly for saying inside himself, yeah, they're my parents, you know? And that evening, he had a complete breakdown and started saying horrible things to my husband about him, about him and about me and... And finally, like they just, they hadn't had crosswords about anything in the whole year that he had lived here with us. And suddenly it was a huge drama and he wanted to go back and live with his mom. Like out of nowhere, right? And I just stood to the side, pretty clear in my idea about what was going on. And he did go back to her and my husband drove him there. And, uh, you know, it was like goodbye. Like he left with all his stuff, you know, and it lasted three days or so and of course it you know he calmed down and it became obvious why he had wanted to not be living with his mom in the first place and he came back and it was over but that happened after a year of living here in what I could see was perfect harmony between us okay so it can happen at any moment and it comes from the inside of the child so what can you do if this is going on because it's really hard to help 
a child with love when their problem is that they can't allow themselves to love you or they, they, um, they're uh, resistant to um, receiving what you're trying to give them, which is all good because it makes them feel bad about themselves. So first of all, just remember that, um, as I said, it can rear up at any time, no matter how many years have passed. And it can happen when mom is very present in their life or when she's not around at all. It's not about you. Okay. The second thing to know is that this problem has nothing to do with you or the goodness that you're trying to bring. Um, a true loyalty bind is about the child not being able to figure out how to reciprocate your love without feeling bad inside. So number three, remember this idea of not having two moms, not being able to have two moms and back off from whatever you might be doing that is being perceived as momly. Um, number four, pick another identity. Okay, another stepmom identity, another avatar, persona, whatever you want to call it. Um, I have a blog post about this that we've talked about in the past. There are other identities like aunt, like mentor, like friend, teacher, mom next door, okay, who are all personages who can be loved for who they are without having a, an identity as mom that blocks them from being able to respond to you. Uh, number six, give more space to dad in some way to fill up this uh, need that they have for connection, okay? Uh, they will accept more dad at this moment, even if they can't accept what they need from you. Number seven, let them choose how to show you affection. So you can pick things like a secret handshake or um, choosing between getting a hug or a whack on the bum, you know, that there can be little games that you can play where they know that another kind of gesture has a meaning, an affectionate meaning, without it being the same kind of affection that they give to their mom. Maybe that's what it's all about, okay? Something, something that feels different for them, but that can have the same meaning between the two of you. And finally, give it time and expect to see this again, because it doesn't go away uh, in a forever kind of way, okay? This is one of the, one of the mysteries of the human heart, and we can't expect just to, you know, make it disappear. Um, but the good part is that it's key to a very vulnerable spot inside the child. And that's a great way of, um, you know, of knowing where there's a softness in them. That at knowing that there is that kind of softness that you can reach um, in them. Do put your comments in, okay? I would love to know how this shows up how you think this shows up in your family. Maybe this explains something that you didn't understand before that was happening in your family. And I really hope that that's the case, okay? And I would very much like to respond to listener questions about your step family, whether it's about loyalty bind, parental alienation, or any other issue that you have happening in your step family. If you would like me to respond to your questions anonymously, of course, in a future podcast, just send me an email at info at essential stepmom, and I'll be very glad to do that for you. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying this podcast, please 
take a moment to rate or review us on iTunes. That's the very best way you can help other high-performing, alternative-thinking stepmoms to stumble onto this show and discover a community of like-minded listeners around the world. According to Anchor.fm, the platform I'm recording on, we're being heard now in 29 countries. I find that really exciting. If you're a social media kind of person, you're welcome to join my Facebook community by sending a join request to The Spectacular Stepmom. If you'd rather just get a more intimate weekly email from me, send me a message with the subject line weekly email to info at essentialstepmom.com. Finally, I'd love to hear from you with questions or comments or situations you'd like me to address on this podcast. You can leave a voice message right here or send anything to my personal and confidential email address, info at essentialstepmom.com. That's info at essentialstepmom.com. See you next week.